Ladies and gentlemen, Fight Bananas presents Coffee and KOs Outside the Octagon. We're crazy about fights and jacked on caffeine. Thanks for joining us today, Al. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. So we start off the interview always like this. Coffee or no coffee? Oh, definitely coffee. Was that and a coffee you were just drinking? Oh, no. No, this is uh, a little from Freddy's. I'll allow it. That's okay. So, so Grant told us that when he orders coffee, he makes the girly drinks seem like they're going to you, yep. but really they're his. Yeah, so he always gets, oh, it's, what are they called? The ones at Starbucks, the Caramel Crunch. Frappuccino or? You know, with like, it's, they're really good, but it's like, there's like whipped cream on the bottom and then caramel and then coffee and then more caramel and then more whipped cream. And I'm just like, I just like cold brew. Like, I'm like classic cold brew. <laughs> like black? Cold brew, yeah, cold yeah. brew black. Oh, okay. I like the, I drink- you like the, the nitro sweet cream, whatever. Yeah. I like those. I feel like only sailors can drink coffee black. I drink coffee black. <laughs> sailors. All right. Sailors and you. I feel like military men probably drink it black because they, what are they That's supposed they to do? Get, yeah. yeah. Would, uh, would Grant be, I guess, made fun of by the Glory MMA guys if, if they saw him at Starbucks and he was getting like a unicorn frappuccino oh, thing? No. That joke isn't worth getting beat up. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I always forget, like, it's actually a UFC fighter, so you actually can't make fun of him. <laughs> I wonder what it must be like to, like, walk around and, like, know that the average man that, like, talks shit to you doesn't even, like, you can just break that dude in half and he would never even know it. Like, then no one's going to talk shit to you. And if they do, they're just going to pay the price. Like, it must be cool to walk around knowing that you could just kill the dude if you really, really wanted to. Yeah, I don't know what that's like either. It's nice. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only weapon that can out trump someone rest like a UFC fighter is a twisted T <laughs> twisted T can. <laughs> have you have you have you seen that? Uh, you haven't seen that meme yet. Oh, the twisted T. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. So, so uh, you're an entrepreneur, and I was thinking about this. Would you be open to a name change, a nickname change? Oh, okay. What what, what do you got? I was thinking like L the entrepreneur Wagman. And that's because when you're in the octagon, you give them the business. <laughs> He's all business in the octagon. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of a, a cool name because like no one has it. And it almost sounds like at first you're nice. And then when like, John Anik has you on Anik and Florian and you're like, he's like, so why the entrepreneur? And you say, because I give people the business or I'm all business in the octagon. And then they're going to be like, shit, that's pretty good. I don't hate it. I've also, uh, we also considered the backpack. Is that, do you like, is it the backpack like method? Thing? The submission <laughs> yeah. thing? Are you I good see. at that? Yeah, the back is where I like to be. 
So you have you have a, a roundhouse kick to the head and you're a backpack submission artist. Like that's that's the complete fighter right there. You have every viral knockout you can get. I kick and a rear naked chug, you're set. That's amazing. I mean, Damian Maya isn't the best striker, and that man made a living in the UFC, so it's very, very possible. Oh, for sure. No, uh, I mean Ryan Hall is pretty much just a leg lock and a head kick kind of guy. He's coming yeah, back. Ryan he's coming Hall. Back. I have a man crush on Ryan Hall. Like he needs to. He needs to fight like way yeah. more often. He always looks so sad. But like, that's what makes him so awesome. Yeah. Like he he looks like he looks like he would go into the octagon and get manhandled, and then he just destroys these people, and it's it's yeah. awesome. Like he's everything that I strived to want to be, but I'm not. Like he's just amazing. <laughs> like I love. And there's a video of him. A guy was like causing a scene in a pizzeria and like the guy was much larger than him and he took him down and just had him in full mount position the entire time till the cops got there. Awesome. It was incredible. No, it's pretty great. He seems like a cool guy. He just, he always looks like this. Yeah. He does. All the time. Yep. It's okay. We he need people like that. In the UFC. Yeah. I love it. I love Ryan Hall. And I'm so glad he's finally back. No one wants to fight him because he's a nightmare for people. He's so awkward to fight too. Like he has such an awkward style. He's weird and long and he's, he'll throw the most ridiculous stuff on the feet just because he's not afraid of getting taken down. Like, he, well, he just, he, uh, he, he just, he just worked with Chase Hooper and we saw the Imanari role and he got the, the heel hook. Like, Every single time, like you know, Ryan Hall is going to do it, and he still somehow gets it done. Like I, I don't understand how that's possible. Uh, and he he avoids the brain damage that Chase Hooper gets, which is really important. It, that's yes, exactly. <laughs> I think it is hysterical how much Gloria MMA hates Chase Hooper. I feel like, like Grant said the same exact thing that you just said. There is one very important thing that you have to remember every time you interview all of us. If my friends don't like you. I don't like you. And, and that, that's like totally you. cool. Well, we don't we don't like him either. Like we are friends of Slippery Pete out of he's from um he's from Lozons and stuff up in Massachusetts, and he's a friend of our show. And they just fought, and he destroyed Chase Hooper for two rounds, and then Chase Hooper threw up the leg lock, and that was it. Mm -hmm. But like, so we're we're an anti Chase Hooper podcast. He keeps winning like that. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. He needs someone to like knock his head completely off his shoulders, and then it won't happen. <laughs> Well, it's you see the problem. Like, there's other fighters, and like, I don't want to say names because I like I know some of them too. But like, there's fighters that got into the UFC really young, and mm -hmm. I, I don't think we're ready for it, you know. And you see them struggle with like through their careers because of that, and not even just in the UFC. I feel like Aaron Pico in Bellator is a good example of that too. Like that dude has just been knocked stupid way too many times for as young as he is, you know? Well, and then you have yeah. Sage Northcutt was kind of the same thing. And now he's out and he was like, he was like the Bryce Harper of, of fighting. Like everyone's like, Oh, this kid's 16, 17 going to be incredible. And now he's not even in the UFC anymore. Yeah. It's well, dude, he shouldn't even after what happened to his face in one FC, I don't know if he should even fight anymore like that. Yeah. Yeah. He, he got killed. But if you, if you were offered, a UFC shot when you were like 21, 22, would you have just jumped all over that? Oh, absolutely. So I actually have a story that basically is the same thing. So before I was at glory, um, just on a much smaller scale before I was at glory, I was, uh, in Springfield, Missouri. So I was in just an amateur fighter and my coach at the time was fully prepared for me to fight. So I fight at one Oh five. Right. Okay. 
my coach was fully prepared for me to fight Kay Hansen on Invicta oh. on a week's notice for my pro debut. Wow. So I had just met Grant. Like Grant and I had just started dating. And he's like, how about we don't do that? Just, you know, one, one idea. And uh, I didn't, thank God, because I probably would be like 0-3 as a pro right now. Like I would have gotten fed to her fed to somebody else, fed to somebody else in a weight class I shouldn't have even been fighting in and a promotion I wasn't ready for. And it's not like, and I, I was all for it too. Like Grant and James Cross are the only reason I didn't take that fight. So, and I, like, it took me another couple of years. I had some knee surgeries and whatnot slowing me down, but it took me another couple of years to go pro, but it was worth the wait. Like is I'm, really glad we took our time like it's so important people don't realize you have to be developed as a fighter like you can't just be like all these there's people out there they're like oh you're not a real fighter if you don't take every fight and every weight class and i'm like i promise you anybody that tells you that has a shit record yep i think that there's two ways to get to the ufc there's prospect and then there's food like they want you they just want to feed you to the prospect or two and 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 then you're like if you're the food you're one, two fights, and then you're out. So it's kind of like a, a tough situation. I feel like we don't see that as much anymore. I feel like one of the last food scenarios we saw is the guy that they brought in to uh, get beat up by CM Punk, who still beat up CM Punk. Mickey Gall. Was it Mickey Gall? No, no. Uh, I can't remember his name. Like He had the, a terrible pro record. It was the guy who beat him after Mickey Gall, and he was clearly brought in just for CM Punk to beat up. We couldn't even beat him. So... Um, yeah, it was, I feel like they, I feel like that doesn't happen as much. Like there's short notice guys. I feel like it's not so much food as it is short notice guys, but Kevin Crooms a perfect example of this. Like people, people were calling him food, but he was just a short notice guy, but he absolutely belongs in the UFC, you know, hundred percent. You know, he's absolutely way more well-rounded than Roosevelt Roberts. Like, I don't, I don't, if you actually look at styles and, and and records like Kevin Kroom was way more superior than what Roosevelt Roberts is. And he's fought everybody. And he is one yeah. of the, he's one of the exceptions to the rule. They don't make people like Kroom anymore. I swear. Like he's one of the exceptions to that fight anybody at any time, but he's a good example of that as well, because it took him a while to get into the UFC, even though he should have already been there just because he had to rebuild a record that, had been, you know, he'd been fed to guys in Japan, Russia, like, you know, he was fighting all over the world as the underdog. Yeah, I feel like we saw that. It's a like Kevin Kroom. We talked to Minner. It was the same thing with him. Slippery Pete, who we have on after this. But, like, all these guys had, like, 30-plus pro fights under their belt. Then they go against some of these, like, younger guys, and they smoke them. And you're like, yeah, because the other guy fought, like, six times in his life. It's crazy. Yeah. Some, I mean, of, some of the – best betting advice that we do on our show is like if you have a guy that has like 30 fights facing like some sort of kid that's like got 10 fights to his record even though he's 10 to 0 like you always go with the guy that has like 30 something fights because he's been around the block and he's probably going to win you some money yeah no it happens it for sure does like these veterans and i think you you see it on both sides like because now in the sport now you see a lot less people taking that longer road where they fight whoever, whenever, whatever weight class, because they've started to figure out that you don't actually have to do that. And it's a faster, easier road to the bigger shows. If you don't do that and you are developed properly, fight people you're ready for at that level and, you know, 
build a good record. So I feel like we do see it less now, but that was that's how it used to be for everybody. So I, I do have to ask one question that's not really UFC or, or fight related, but is there anything you can't do? Because I was on Grant's uh, Instagram and I saw you singing too, <laughs> like singing well. Like what is, how does it feel to be able to just be good at things? <laughs> I'm not good at everything, I promise. And I'm you're a nutritionist. Like that, I can't sing. I eat terribly. Carrie <laughs> eats terribly. I mean, that's uh, not an inherent skill. It is. You have to be able to say no. <laughs> like you gotta say, okay, these Doritos look great, but no, I'm not. Zach, okay. you can do that. You can do that, Zach. I believe in you. You don't know uh, me. I've I known can't him for, do that for over ten years. He cannot do that. He, he's completely incapable. And, Wait, then, and then you have people like my... what? Are those French fries? No, they're cheese curds. Oh, well that is that oh, not something man. a nutritionist would eat? Is it? Literally just fried cheese. We're talking about like all the things and the nutritionist and she's just snacking on cheese curds. Well, then there's people like my wife who eats like McDonald's every day and she's had two children and she's got a six pack. And I'm like, how do you do that? Yeah. Yep, that's my and she doesn't work out. She doesn't work out. I'm like, this is not fair. Pretty yeah. hard. I feel like it makes sense. But yeah, no, that's him. It's, it's well, just not God. fair. Um, so sad. Speaking about being an entrepreneur, is that so? Tell us a little bit about that. Are, do you have a, a side business that you're running right now, and is that like a full time thing you're doing with training, or, or how's that going? So, um, it's kind of it's kind of a little crazy right now. I have like six part time jobs right now. <laughs> wow. But um, I uh, so I started a nutrition company with actually one of my uh, teammates and friends a few years ago, and uh, we did that up until the. Uh, when the pandemic hit all the kids like our kitchen closed down it was just everything was kind of up in the air and I was getting really close to my pro debut as well and I don't know if you've ever tried to uh, do meal prep for people but it's terrible um, and it's literally impossible to take any time off so like anytime I had a fight or I wanted to travel to do my camp somewhere or, you know train out of town it was just it was so hard to juggle both the business and that just because with meal prep, people expect it every week and people rely on it. And if you miss one week, you lose customers. So it was something I really had to do on my own. Um, and we got to a point I was about to have my pro debut. It just made sense uh, to stop doing that. So I don't uh, do the meal prep anymore, um, but I still do like online training, online nutrition, uh, which I really enjoy. Uh, I really, my, passion project is young fighters. Um, all of our guys at the gym that, you know, uh, we, you talk to Mo, Mo and his spicy chickens from quick trip, you know, um, so I'm, you know, I'm trying to take some of these younger guys under my wing, teach them how to eat, teach them how to like, which supplements they should be taking, just how to take care of themselves and on the nutrition side. Uh, so I've kind of, I'm kind of moving more towards, uh, that, like just that group of people, uh, I really, I just really enjoy helping athletes. So you have, you have two minutes. Teach me how to eat good. Or okay. eat, eat well. Easy. Okay. So the number one thing that you have to remember is it's super important to eat protein. Your body is always in one of two states. You're, you're either anabolic or you're catabolic. So when you're anabolic, you are building muscle tissue and you are tearing down fat. That's where you want to be, right? When you're catabolic, you are tearing down muscle tissue and you are storing fat. So in an ideal world, if we're all, we're all typically 
for the most part, trying to lose body fat, gain muscle. That's how, that's how we look better, right? So if you want to stay in that anabolic state, you need about 25 grams of animal-based protein every three to four hours throughout the day. That's about a palm-sized portion of protein. So like palm-sized portion of chicken, palm-sized portion of ham, palm-sized portion of egg whites, etc. whatever you're going to choose. If you pair that with a fist-sized portion of carbs or fats, either or, not both, um, each meal, every three to four hours, you can eat very, very well. Now, what about intermittent fasting? Is that a good or bad? It just doesn't. It, okay. um, don't, don't get mad at me. We're about to get mad at It's that it's not necessary. So there is nothing in intermittent fasting that magically makes it better for you. It doesn't burn more calories. There have been multiple studies on this. One study showed that it uh, actually helped lower blood glucose levels by like 0.00001%, some ridiculously insignificant number. And so everybody's like, oh, it cures diabetes now. Um, so it's not going to magically, autophagy is not a real thing. There is a doctor out there who I don't think still has a medical license, but you never know. Um, who claims that there is this thing called autophagy that intermittent fasting does for you. We've been dissecting cadavers for thousands of years. We have been studying anatomy for thousands of years. Somehow, this just hasn't occurred to anybody else. That doesn't really make sense. It's the same thing with the alkaline diet. There's this where they're like, oh, there's alkaline ash in your body. It's like, we haven't found it. We've been dissecting dead bodies for thousands of years. We've never seen this alkaline ash that you speak of. It doesn't exist is my point. Now, on the other end of that, if it makes sense for you and it helps you lower calories, because if you are in a calorie deficit, you're gonna lose weight. Whether you're keto, paleo, intermittent fasting, eating six small meals a day, as long as you are burning more calories than you take in, you're going to lose weight. If it is easier for you to eat less calories using an intermittent fasting setup, that's perfectly fine. It's not gonna See? hurt. It's not gonna hurt you. However, it doesn't, it doesn't work however, for you. <laughs> not helping you more than if you were to wake up, stimulate your metabolism, and start eating. You know, every three to four hours. You, you know well, what so, the problem so, well, is? So, so here's the thing. So I actually got my degree in exercise science. Oh, I've so known Zach. <laughs> I, I've known Zach for a long time. He's he's gotten into. I was in, in he, great shape, but way when back you have, when. when you have children. It messes everything up. That's all I gotta say. But what I'm what I'm getting at is he's he's tried some fad diets. He tried to do he tried to do keto. Sorry, our, our camera froze here. No worries. Just keep going. Um, we can hear you. Um, but he he's at the point now where he doesn't eat anything at all. He he'll drink coffee and then he'll just eat something. I'm telling you, man, you, you gotta you, you gotta eat throughout the day. Otherwise, you're just I'm gonna you, do a thing. It's not working. I'm going to do a thing for you real quick. Okay, so remember Whoa. that anabolic, catabolic thing I was telling you about earlier? And Am I gonna, you, you can draw too. You're going to draw. This is ridiculous. <laughs> is, this gonna, is there going to be a quiz on this? I'm going to write. I'm going to make you a little graph. <laughs> there will be a Do you want to know what's funny is I'm actually a phys ed teacher um, on the set. Like that's my regular job. This is Good. just a, kind of a side hustle. But uh, yeah, I don't teach any of this. <laughs> Definitely the back of really important tax documents. No worries. <laughs> okay, so your catabolic state, 
Yeah, I hope there's not a test because I'm really um take wasn't notes, the best. Zach. You're wasn't to take the best notes right now. Girl, wasn't the best student. This is your body. Can you see it? Okay. Okay. In the camera. Okay. Yeah, I can see it. Want to be above the line, right? Twenty-five grams of animal-based protein. About twenty-five. It depends on the person, but just generalizing number looks like this. So why would you not eat in the morning? Because Good if point. you eat in the morning, you are underneath here. that. Down here where you're storing body fat. I am good at that. Cardio <laughs> doesn't necessarily make sense. It's not that it, fasted cardio makes sense if you're trying to lose physical weight. Like if you're cutting weight for a fight, fasted cardio makes sense because at that point you're just you're tearing down the muscle tissue. You're not actually burning stored fat. That's not really how it works. And maybe this is maybe this is where I went wrong. I never drew my graph. I am a visual, I'm a visual learner. That's, that's what it, that's what happens. Yeah, I guess that's where I went wrong. So I worked for this company called Supplement Superstore for like four years. That's one of the most amazing groups of people I've ever been around. I still shop there all the time. Um, anyway, one of, uh, one of my managers, when I first started there, drew me that graph and I was like, oh my God, this changes everything. So it makes so much sense. It's so easy to read. I, I have a nutrition question. Um, what is one food that a lot of people think is bad, but is actually really good? I don't, that's such a weird question. Cause I don't like food isn't bad. Like, Oh, oh no, it's I, amazing. I do have one. I do have one. Artificial sweeteners are not, oh, yeah, no. they don't cause cancer. Oh. There was one study one time with a bunch of rats. This was in like, like the nineties, maybe early two thousands. It was a long time ago. Anyway, they, Pumped the rats full of aspartame, and some the rats with aspartame got brain cancer. Guess what the dosage was? It would be the equivalent of you drinking about 14 gallons of diet soda every day. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I mean, it sounds like your wife. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Too much of anything is bad, but anything in moderation is fine. Like, I am literally drinking a root beer float and eating fried cheese. So. Yeah, but the, I think the difference is then you'll go work that off then in your next training session. Yeah, and I'm going to try to eat better. I'm going to make a steak for dinner, you know, like <laughs> I will be an asshole for the rest of the day, you know. <laughs> so you're only the second woman on our show. We've been like trying to broaden this out a little bit because, you know, women are fighters too. Like we are big Laura Sanko. Like we have advocated for Laura Sanko to be on the broadcast along Anik and all them because – you should she's just read her. She's so great. Yeah, she's like she's so literally she's more knowledge. Honestly, I enjoy her more than Joe Rogan. Like I feel like like Joe Rogan is kind of and we we did a poll like he's kind of being phased out. Like you'd rather listen to DC or Felder or guys that have been in the octagon rather than someone who and I love Joe Rogan, but like he has never fought in the octagon. I would rather have someone who is who's knowledgeable and she's been she's been in there before. Yes, and yeah, dude, I rolled with her. Uh, she's amazing. I freaking love Laura, but uh, Joe Rogan, like you have to give him some credit. Like he is a black belt. He is an accomplished martial artist. He does. No, have, yeah, he is. He has, he has decent fight IQ, you know, for a guy who's never fought, like he still has that fight IQ. I feel I like he's be better than Bisbing. Who, oh, I love Bisbing. Oh, he, makes, he makes me laugh. We're a Bisbing guy. Comic relief. He says a lot of really ridiculous things. Yeah, I, I, I'm a huge, I'm biased because I just love Bisbing because he's hysterical. So I feel like I need that on the show. Um, but anyway, what do we say? Like, so we send out messages to get people on the show. Like, 
give us some tips. How do we reach out to women? So they're not like, I don't want to join this weird podcast. Like, <laughs> um, I don't know about Laura because I'm, well, she's busy. I was going to say, I feel like her DMS are pretty full. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I didn't, I don't mean her. Like she's busy. Like obviously Megan Anderson's there. She's like, those are all bi- people are busy. I feel like if you like, honestly, if you were to reach out to female fighters around where I, amateurs or like new pros like me, like we really, really want to be on podcasts. Like nobody calls us. Like I promise you, if you message like the girls on my Instagram friends list, like they'll probably do it. Like there's a lot of cool people there. I don't think they'd be weirded out. I, I get really excited when I get to be on any podcast or glory. MMA has been the best. Like it's, it's been, it's been new England cartel and Lozans. And then, and well, you guys have now surpassed them. Like we've had almost, I feel like almost not the whole gym, but a ton of people from glory on our show. So Glory is now in the driver's seat, Steve. I'm just letting you know, buddy. I mean, I can't say no to New England cartel. I mean, I'll, I'll put them at like a 50-50 split right now. I'm just – I'm from Boston, so I can't – We stole a Boston guy. He's down here now with us. Who, who do you have? Oh, my gosh. I feel so bad. I don't know his last name. His name's Don, and he's super cool. Uh, he's, stay, he's actually staying with uh, Sean and all those guys. Oh, really? Oh, he's going to be fighting for Dr. Pepper. <laughs> he's gonna be fighting them for dr pepper I feel like he's resisting the dr pepper at this point but he's not there yet um yeah no he uh he came down from boston really cool guy but he just didn't like new england cartel or, or lozons or he I just i know he said he trained with uh with lozons some i don't know if that's where he is full time i've literally known this guy for three days okay i won't ask too many questions <laughs> quiz me on him okay cool. you gotta get us the scoop what are you doing let's go <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he's he's down here now. Uh, he just didn't have the bodies that he needed. He came down, which is cool. Um, okay. We, I mean, everybody's been coming in. Uh, Jane Gallagher's at the gym now. Minner, obviously, talk to him. Uh, it's really cool to see see the gym grow. We had some oldies come back from Vegas, like Tim Elliott, Julian Marquez. Yeah, we're hoping to get Tim on hopefully soon. Grant said he would try to put in a good word for us. Yeah, um, so much fun with Tim. He's one of the coolest people ever. Oh, I bet. Also, so I feel like we just completely ignored this the whole time, but you're wearing a Cameron Cash t-shirt. Yeah. I, I noticed that earlier, but I didn't That's, say anything. Yeah, I wanted to bring it up. Like, does everyone have their own t-shirts? You guys just rep each other the whole time? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, Cam made these for his last fight, and it was funny because he fought the night before Mo, and Mo walked out in Cam's shirt. And I uh, I was nice. working on the stage side, and I literally I saw Mo walking out, and I look up to where Cam's sitting, and he's so excited. He was, like, jumping <laughs> down his seat filming it. <laughs> So, so one of, one of your first off shirts, we actually are sending a shirt to you guys. Sorry. Our camera keeps cutting out. We're sending a shirt to a couple shirts. So you and, and uh, Grant are going to have your own. Um, and then we're sending two more for everyone at glory to sign. One's going to get raffled off. One's going to be put in our studio. So make sure you sign that. Um, but there is a post that you made about asking someone to pick your walkout song. Would you be open I don't know what I would pick right now. I'd have to do some research, but I've been lobbying for someone to let me pick their walkout song. Like I want, like if you do an interview and people, someone says, where did you get that walkout song? I want you to be like coffee and KOs. You know, you got to check them out. You guys out for sure. Uh, it has Sweet. to be cool though. And I have, like what, I do abide by the Kevin Kroom rule that your walkout song should never be harder than you are. Oh, okay. I, I, I'm with that. That's why he's over here walking, walking out to like run around Sue and stuff like that, and Whitney Houston. 
Okay, listen, but Kevin Kroom is like a once in a generation person. Like That's he is just uh unique. There's never gonna be another Kevin Kroom to walk this earth. Like he is the most unique individual I've ever met in my life. And he was like he was like the one of the best interviews. Like he was just so much fun and just hysterical. He's such um, a person, man. Uh, so we I the electric light orchestra for my last fight. To, I walked out to do yet. Okay. All right. So what, what music are you into? Like, is it rap or what's going to get you hyped up? So I know if I'm going to do some research, like I know what to, what to choose. I've walked out to a lot. I don't know, I've walked out to a lot of different stuff. I like, I really love music. Like I'm, but I like a lot. No, you sing. I like, a lot, I like a lot of old stuff. Like a seventies, eighties rock is, is like a really big part of my childhood. It's what my mom always listened to. So like I, I like that. That was why I walked out to ELO. It's one of my favorite songs. But I've also walked out to Machine Gun Kelly before. Um, I've walked out to that song "Kill of the Night." I heard it in like a commercial one time. You know, that song "You're My Kill of the Night." That song. I walked out to that one time. Uh, All right. Can't really think of what else. Oh, uh, Imagine Dragons. I walked out to them. So I don't know. So what basically, else? you're open to like pretty much anything. We can just yeah. give you like a list of like three or four. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh. mix up the genres a little bit. Yeah, I and think I think you'll be in good hands with Zach because he's also in into MMA. He's a mixed musical artist. Yes. So so he's he's into the music. I I I can't sing, but like when it comes to music, like I love my phone is from Frank Sinatra to Biggie oh, to just it's 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 all over the place. That's yeah. my my Spotify is pretty bipolar. I'm I'm with you there. <laughs> Um, all right, so we have one last segment that we do with all our guests. It's called the Significant Strike segment. We have our wives, uh, Steve's soon-to-be wife, um, formulate questions, and then we ask all three of them, and then you answer them and tell us which one is the best. But they don't do any research. They have no idea who you are or who Grant what they don't they don't watch MMA, so they have no idea. All right. First question. What is something that everyone looks stupid doing? Oh, gosh. TikTok videos. <laughs> You're Agreed. not wrong. I like that. Agreed. That, is a, that was a very quick answer. I was expecting that one to take a little bit, um, but that that was that's hilarious because I that's a great one. Um, how do you think dogs feel that their owners hover over them as they go to the bathroom? I mean, my dog hovers over me when I go to the bathroom. I feel like it's pretty fair. <laughs> so, do you think they feel weird? I, I don't think know. Like... thinks it's normal. That's probably why he does it to me. Like, <laughs> this, we have a pig. He's got this big old head. He'll come on and stick his head right in your lap while you're taking a poop in the morning. Like, I, I saw. I saw. Um, I saw that your dog actually looks kind of. I have a puppy who's a boxer and a lab mix. And he almost looks like the f a smaller version of what your dog is. Like he looks like he's gonna grow up to look like your dog. He's even got like a white patch on his chest. That's how. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. So another puppy too. So. Oh wow! Yeah, I, I our first. We were waiting for my son to get a little bit bigger and get a house, but yeah, we just got just got him uh, in December. And then the last one. What is your dream vacation? Oh, okay. I got a few. I mean, let me pick one. Probably Iceland in November. 
It's very specific. I've done a lot of research. Uh, there's these like ice caves there and they, so they re they melt and refreeze every year. So they look different every year. Like you see something that nobody's ever seen before and will never see again. And they look like they're made out of like gems. It's really incredible. So I want to go see those and the Northern lights are supposed to look the best in November. So. Well, I feel like you, like as a fight, as a fighter, like you guys travel a lot, like you have the ability to go to some crazy places like vacation wise. Not, not really. Like when you're, when you're there fighting, you're not on vacation. You don't want to do anything afterwards. You don't want to, you can't do anything before. So it's, we kind of made the mistake uh, after Grant fought in Abu Dhabi and he was out there for Tim's fight before that. So he was in Abu Dhabi for like three weeks where it's like 110 degrees. All he could do was sit by the pool because they can't go out and explore the city because we're all shut down, quarantined. So he was there for three weeks. He got back. We were here for four days and then we left for Cancun where it was also a hundred degrees and all there was to do <laughs> by a pool. So yeah, it, I feel like it's best to separate those out. Like after a few days, he was just drained, wanted to be back home. So it, it's, it's different traveling on either end, you know, how, all right. So that was the three questions. Pick which one you thought was the best. And then we'll reveal whose wife asked what question. Definitely, uh, uh, stupid doing. The which, what do most people look stupid doing? That was my wife again. Oh my my, my <laughs> wife, my wife, I must be on like a six interview win streak. This is Literally. incredible. You want to know what it is? Like my wife is just like a one. She's super into TikTok. Like she loves the app. Like she's like, I would say almost like a hipster. So she, she just like has this like out of the box thinking and just asks like these ridiculously weird questions. Be, so, be honest. Is, is what is your dream vacation? Is that a basic question? I think I need to step the game up a little bit. A little <laughs> But it's also like, I feel like you could get some really cool answers and then you could get some really boring people, you know, that are like, True. Oh, let's go to the beach, you know, yeah. we, we were supposed to do another interview after this, but some, you know, things happen. And my wife, I wanted to ask the next question was, is a hot dog a sandwich? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Is it? Yes. Uh, technically it's got two yes. pieces of bread on sandwich. Well, so, like, so, like, if you say, like, a sauce, you're going to have a sausage sandwich, a hot dog sausage. I mean, it's pretty it's similar. It's not a sandwich. It's its own thing. A hamburger is a sandwich. It's one slice of bread. Like, you know. What is the definition of a sandwich? That's what it comes down to here. Between two separate entities. Like, so does what it, if you cut the hot dog bun in half? I was going to say, just, sometimes the hot yeah, dog rips. bun rips. But, yeah, but then it's just a broken hot dog. I guess you can make it. Nobody wants a broken hot dog. You, know, you, you eat <laughs> like this. Like you eat a sandwich like this. You don't eat a sandwich like this. Well, the well sausage big, sandwich. Right? Is a taco a sandwich? Oh, that's kind of the same oh, thing, right? That's that's not. This not. this is a great debate. We we're we're going down a black hole. Is the Earth flat? Like the we can get into a lot of things here. <laughs> oh, yeah, my little brother joined a, the Flat Earthers Society on Facebook and just started. Oh no! Him, and eventually they removed him, but he got away with it for a couple months. 
I was gonna say if Hopefully he was being he a ser- spy, I was gonna say yeah, if you're gonna be if he was being serious, I was gonna ask you if you threw him in an arm bar to knock some sense into him. He was just trolling people. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, we had another friend of the show, Jay Perrin, who's from Massachusetts, and he loves to troll people. He thinks it's the greatest thing. So I, I can I can respect that. Um, so, all right, I, I, I had one Steve. more. What, what is what does date night look like between two fighters? Um. Sometimes we try to go places. <laughs> <laughs> like in a non, no, co- like no COVID, like on a normal earth. Oh, no, even still. Like we, okay, so we really like movies. We're both huge nerds. We're super into Star Wars, Marvel, any comic book movies. So like we would, like when all the Avengers movies were coming out, all the Marvel movies were coming out, we were, we go to the movie theater and we usually just do date night movies and then come back the house or and now we just do that here because we're even lazier but if if i said uh the mandalorian was overrated you would say they're insane like the mandalorian (laughs) is star wars for people who don't even like star wars like you don't even have to get star wars to appreciate the mandalorian i feel like it wasn't really that exciting and it also just didn't have a villain until like the very last episode it felt like a video game where it was like it felt like a video game where it was just a bunch of side missions and and there was like no real plot at all. The Empire is back. How is that? And the Moff Gideon was great. I love that actor too. The actor that plays Moff Gideon is amazing. Yeah, he was um in Breaking Bad. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say we uh we watched Breaking Bad not too long ago and he's great in that too. Oh yeah. And, uh, he's also uh, a villain in The Boys. Sonny yes. Has- yes. Which is also oh. a TV show. We haven't finished it yet. So Sick no Boys no is ridiculous. No so good. I just finished it like last week. So good. So good. We're, I think we're just at the beginning of the second season. So we're probably oh. that's honestly Incredible. probably that's what date night's going to be tonight. Like we're there you go. You've basically had to become one of the boys. Like the boys are just, are they just always at the house? Because I know like yeah. I'm, at, I'm at Carrie's house right now. Like I'm at Carrie's house probably more than I'm at my own house. And I have a kids, kids and a wife. But like I'm here anyway. Like it's just the, always the boys. So you basically just had to become one of them. Yeah, it's. I don't think I've really become one of the boys. I've pretty much just become everyone's mom. <laughs> like, well, we heard that you cook like, for them. I'm basically Cam's mom. Yeah, I, I like make a lot of their fight week food. Uh, Mo doesn't eat, so I pack him up vitamins and protein every morning. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, Sean sends me his uh, social media stuff. For me to edit for him sometimes <laughs> yeah i'm just pretty much mom at this point now um oh, i was gonna i forgot hey, this happens to me a lot my brain is not my brain is not good you know why you don't need enough no i haven't been fasting I, I ate you don't need i had chicken and brown rice chicken and brown rice that's kind of my go-to i eat that like every single day i don't know what it is but i just enjoy it it's, it's that's good. healthy chicken and brown rice Oh, I know chicken and rice, but you enjoy it. I do, yeah. Fun for you. Okay. Um, that I know I remember what I was gonna say. We were actually talking about since we've gotten so close with Glory MMA, and we talked like to Grant, and he's like, Yeah, I'm not really a good athlete, I'm just a good fighter. Like, he's not good at anything else. So we thought that that coffee and KOs would come down to glory one day, and we would have because we're also presented by Fight Bananas, which they like they're like our the big podcast. We're like a little podcast in their big brand um we would all come down to glory mma and we would have a podcast versus glory mma olympics 
That sounds amazing. Oh, yep. it could be like the Office Olympics. Yes. yes. Like, well, we're we're gonna be doing like basketball, ping pong, flag football, flag football. We could do chess. Oh, wiffle ball. Oh, I will play some chess. chess? I'm not an athlete either. Like wiffle ball and like dot. No, I'm. I don't. So, I can't play volleyball. We might have the upper hand, Steve. Yep. Like we I might, because like I, I could throw a ball, I could catch a ball, but there was one stipulation: no fighting or no wrestling. No. Because no, there has to that, be. We do something you're good at. We have to do something. But uh, some yeah. wrestling, thumb thumb wrestling, some wrestling. Yes, some wrestling. That's some wrestling. That's not fair. That's sign like a like a waiver or something. Have you ever seen like like you know what happens when I thumb wrestle people? It looks like this. It's like. I think that we need to make that happen. I think that would make for a great YouTube video and I think people would love it. And it'd be like a good promo for glory MMA because you guys have been by far like the best gym. It's been so much fun uh, since, since we've been interviewing everyone. We actually have Jason Witt coming on on Monday too. Yep. So we're super excited. I mean, if you ask me, everybody's awesome. Everybody's so great there. And but we, we talked to Grant we got to have a couples episode where both of you guys come on our show and we, we, we do a nice show that way. It should all be questions like the sandwich one. Like just, yeah, I, just, I listen. Oh. I'm all for it. And we can can't hang up on you about the Mandalorian. Can we do like a, like a, the boys like recap episode, like a, like a review or something. I'd love that. Absolutely. I think that we should do it. That'd be great. I'm with it. All right. Well, do you have do you have any questions for us? Um. Oh, nobody ever asked me that. Um, oh. uh, I don't know. Uh, what's with why? Why do you guys like coffee so much? Like, I'm addicted. Like, straight up, I have a problem. <laughs> I I don't drink coffee at all. Um. You you know what's you know what's funny is like I never drank coffee, and then you kind of get to college, and when you're staying up late to to write papers, or you get up early to go to the library, you're like. Okay, I need something to pick me up, and I like energy drinks, but coffee is better for you. Like it's it's not. I feel like it's not as bad for you. So and then, yeah. yeah, and well, and then I'm I'm like also a teacher, and then you're getting up early and going to school. So then it just was something that just kind of naturally took part. Like it wasn't something that like seeked out to to use. It's just kind of like okay, like this kind of makes me feel better in the morning when I drink it. So, but yeah, now now I love it, and unfortunately, we still don't have a coffee sponsorship, but it's gonna happen. You need to like change the logo so he's like holding a coffee cup or or shape it. I don't know. Maybe make it a coffee bean. I don't know. Not, hmm. not a bad idea. We are in the process. Like we've only been doing this for six months and it's kind of grown like much bigger, like very fast. So we're still like in the process of fixing things like getting a camera that doesn't constantly freeze and like. You know, we're 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 slowly, well, actually, quickly moving because, like, we like fight bananas. That just happened like the last month. That's just kind of all been like going really, really quick. So we said to Sean, podcasting is a lot like fighting. You got to grind, and then you know you find till you make it, and then when you make it, it comes becomes easy. Grind like coffee beans. Um, exactly. No, uh, that's cool. No, you guys have been a blast. This is one of the most fun interviews I've done. Awesome. We that's love to crazy. hear that. All right, Carrie, take, take us, us out. out. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, the coffee killer's crew has called an end to this interview, declaring the winner by head trick knockout, the ruthless Arnold Wagner.
Hey, thanks again for joining us, L. We had a blast. Ladies and gentlemen, if you enjoyed this interview, don't forget to hit that follow button. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram, both at Coffee and KOs1. This was Coffee and KOs outside the octagon, and we'll see you next time.